we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. You can't have tongues alighted and then stressing about things that have no value I know when I open you to see me coming back here. The glory of God on your life makes you attractive. I taught this on, uh, on, on, on Wednesday night at Capital Deliverance. Uh, the Bible says in, in Daniel chapter 2 that when, when uh, Arioch, the king's servant, knocked on Daniel's door and said, Daniel, I got to kill you. Daniel says, hold on, why so hasty? Read your Bible, it's a good book. Shaquille, the boys say, you imagine y'all come to do it. Y'all say, y'all did shoot on sight. Y'all go there to shoot the boy, and the boy says, what? Why? Why so easy? Let me, Dan, Daniel, Daniel opened the door in the bathroom. I'm like, no stress, like, bro, hold on a second. Let's calm down. I showed you last week about Jesus feeding the 5,000. The scripture is just, just, just replete with all kinds of examples of persons that want a place to come. Don't stress. Paul and Silas get free. And Paul stay in his cell. Oh, go to jail and get up. Jail, jail about to kill himself. Paul say, hold on. Hold on. I ain't going nowhere. And I'm saying to Jelly, say, why not, you idiot? What you stay here for? No, it's something about the glory of God that causes you not to care. Can I get, I know this rule, and you able to say this is insulting. Can someone shout, I don't care? No, I know that didn't feel as good as you thought it was going to feel. Can you say it again? Can you think about that person that's trying to pull you into care? That situation that's trying to pull you into care? That bill that's trying to pull you into care? And someone shout, I don't care! Watch this, man. Watch this. Uh, they, Jesus is on this boat. The boat filled with water. He's sleeping on a pillow. And the disciples say, Carest thou not? Jesus says, No. Is it by 
कई चीजों के ग्लोरी दिस वर्ड अबाउट ग्लोरी आई खिज यू नॉट दिस थिंग केम टू मी इन माई अपार्टमेंट बी टू जीरो वन सदन एन आवेन्यू नॉक्सवेल टेनसी टू थाउजेंड एंड थ्री the revelation of the glory of God. And I was sure I had this down. I've been preaching it from then. Lord said, boy, you don't know glory. Because the way you know glory is rest. He says, if glory don't result in rest, it ain't glory. All them people, dancers, that you thought had glory on them, check them again. And all them times when you thought you had glory on you, check you again. I've had persons who, who hear the story about, um, about Lura in hospital. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, we gotta pray, we gotta buy, come on, we gotta buy. Come on, I don't pray like that. I pray from the place of rest. This, 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 like, this thing is so crazy, man, that we have taken this toil and this labor into prayer. We've taken it into worship. We've taken it into spiritual things. And God says, that's why people ain't drawn to you. Because people are drawn to rest. The distinguishing factor for every one of us that bear, bear the glory of God is that we're supposed to be at the place of rest. Watch this, man. Second uh, Peter 1, I want to show you this again. I know we've been talking about this a long time. I want you to see it again. 2 Peter chapter 1. Um, go to verse 3, and then we can go to verse 4. We're supposed to be enjoying this life, not just look to be enjoying. We're supposed to be enjoying our lives. We are supposed to be enjoying our lives. We got the blessing on us. I, 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 Robin, watch this, man. I know, what did I tell you to go to this now? All right, put it on pause. Go to, go to Romans 8. God Almighty. Go to Romans 8, verse 10. Uh, uh, 19? You in the Holy Ghost. That's it right there. Verse 19. All right. Uh, let's read this. Ready? Read. For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the servants of God. Of who? Not servants? Creation ain't looking for servants. Creation is waiting, groaning for sons. Servants work, sons rest. Y'all ain't getting what I'm saying, man. Lord, help me to make this thing. I'm trying to make it as plain as possible. He says the creation, D'Angelo, is not up and down trying to find, I just a servant of God. Creation ain't trying to find servants because servants always busy trying to please the master. Stop 
trying to please the master and know that the master is already pleased. He's so pleased, he says, I don't need you to do nothing that to please me. Just walk in faith. So that means when I say I believe God, God says, look at my boy. Jesus walked down to that, 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 uh, that river, get baptized. He didn't do nothing. Just let that boy dash water on him. My God comes out the water and the father says, look at my boy. I mean, the boy ain't turned water into wine yet. Oh, Lord. He, he ain't raised the widow and man's son yet. He, he ain't preach yet. He, he, ain't, he ain't tell them, cast down your net for a catch. He ain't do nothing. All we know about him is, um, uh, roughly 18 years ago, he was in church and everyone meeting. That's the last thing we know. And he mar around him. He must say, don't you ever. Don't you ever have me in your pile like this again. Jesus say, Eric good. That's the last thing we see with him. We didn't know what happened for 18 years, and he shows up 18 years later. Could you imagine I go missing for 18 years, show up 18 years later, and the father says, I'm well pleased. Glory to God. Go, where did I tell you go? Second Peter, go there. Second Peter chapter 1, verse number 3. Look at what it says. According as divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us unto glory and virtue. Watch this, verse number 4. Watch what he says now. Uh, verse 4. Whereby are giving unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the, that's what it says, trust me, that's what it says, partakers, even though they move, that's what it says about the move, partake, there it is, of the divine nature, watch this, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, why do I have to read this? He says, you become partakers of the divine nature. And as partakers of the divine nature, that means what stresses the world don't stress you. Because you have escaped the decay of this world. The corruption in this world is everything from poverty to hurricanes. Oh my God. It is everything from disease to depression. This corruption is everything that is wrong with the earth. Corruption talks about the curse of the earth. Everything that's wrong with this earth is the corruption. And he says, you have escaped it. That's the partaking of the divine nature allows you to escape that. And if you have escaped that, that means you should be in a place of rest. Oh, God. It, why, why are you stressing if you escape what they are in? Lord Jesus. One of the ways you know someone escapes is that when they escape, they start resting. Lord Jesus, I remember one time. <laughs> I didn't tell the story. I remember one time we, 
We was at Father Marshall and Peter's tournament. Lord God. And uh, uh, this is a long time ago. I was in CHS, part of this school. I was on the basketball team. And uh, the big boys, they said Junior Junkanoo. And the big boys, they had a big fight with D.W. Davis. Big fight. I mean, not, not like big fight. Big fight at Junior Junkanoo. And now the next day, we get Father Marshall and Peter's. C.H.V. is playing at Donald Davis. Now, he's the junior boy. The senior boys is fighting. I ain't nothing to do with that. Fellas, them out, out there by the block hole of W. Davis, if y'all win this game, we can kill y'all over there. We can hear them while we playing. We ain't winning because we got my coach, coach a little muscular, a little strong, so we know we're straight. He got us. John Mills, I'm feeling. So we know we're straight. We win that game, boy. Mills, Mills leaving the gym. We walk out. Everybody walk close to Mills. <laughs> Mills jumping the car. So he ain't getting nobody right home. I'll never forget that. We watch these fellas coming around the gym. Listen to me. I run. I run from D.W. Davis. Straight to Palm Beach Street. It's but five of us. Me, Dwight, Roy, Sonny Miller. All of us, boy, we, we haul tail. We run straight to Palm. When I got to Palm Beach Street, tumble ref. <laughs> I try to show you all I try to show you all the rest. <laughs> when I bang that corner, Daryl Lilius there too. Daryl's there too. Me, Daryl, Roy. Listen to me. When we bang that corner and we hit Palm Beach Street. You know, Palm Beach Street, not like you bad come to Palm Beach Street. <laughs> but all while I was on their turf. <laughs> I was hauling tail running because I on their turf. The blessing being on your life takes you off of the devil's turf and brings you into a place of safety. Knowing that you are caught in tobacco, Rabahandi, Labahashi, Labahaya. Hebrews at three, Mata Lokumbali, Labahushabahaya. Hebrews chapter Bahaya, chapter three. I skipped in the verse, the chapter we read earlier from Matthew 11. Read it on your own time, it's good. Uh, Hebrews chapter three, uh, verse number 18. Um, he says, Hebrews three, verse 18. Oh, sorry, this wasn't in the notes. It, it is, but I didn't send it to you. Sorry, this is the last piece. Yeah, add this for the next service. Hebrews chapter 3, verse number 18, uh, Cassie. Here's what it says. And 19, so get 19 ready. And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not. The people who don't enter rest are those who don't believe that they can. When the devil convince you that you got to live this toil-driven life, you will never enter into rest. And some of us have bought the nonsense the devil selling. That you got to be stressed out. And because of that, glory to God, you cannot be the effective witness that God has called for you to be. Because kings ain't coming to your blessing. Hear me, Alex. Rest is not 
Like, you know what? I can just rest. If you try to rest, you never will. Rest is not a thing you do. Rest is a place you enter. I just said so. I almost slapped somebody. He, you don't do rest. You enter rest. That's why some of y'all ain't resting. You're trying to rest. Those who try to rest never do. If you really want rest, you enter rest. Rest is a place. He says, he says, to whom he swear he, that they should not enter into his rest. Go back to my girlfriend. That um, they could not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not. Go to verse 19. And he says, he says, so we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. I got to preach this for now six weeks to get you to believe toiling for you. You know what another word for ending this rest is? Another word for that rest is the word shalom. Peace. Nothing missing. Nothing lacking. And nothing broken. I am, I am on an evangelism series. That's what we're on right now. This is the key to effective evangelism. Not telling them about Jesus, showing them you. Oh, God. It's not telling them about Jesus because a lot of them, it's easy to tell people about Jesus when they have a Jesus context. Where we going now in 2021, this, the people that we were listening to don't have a Jesus context. Don't have a Jesus reference. It's easy, Helen, to tell them about Jesus when they grew up in Sunday school. Because they know they're doing wrong. So it's easy to water the ground and tell them about Jesus because they have a Jesus context. But when they don't have a theological construct like you, and don't have the background that they do, like you do, you can't tell them about Jesus, but you can show them you. And you can show them how from sinking sand, he lifted you. Glory to God. Don't let, me, don't let me preach now. With tender hands, glory to God. He lifted you, glory to God, from shades of night to plains of light. Oh, praise his name. He lifted. You could tell them that I too was sinking deep in sin. Far, ah, Lord God, I feel it now. Far from a peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within. Sinking to rise. Lord, this ain't no real change. Let me go home. Y'all playing. But the master of the sea, he heard my despairing cry. And from the waters, he lifted me. Now souls in danger. I, I go on. God says this now, Exodus 33. Exodus 33. You got that? I'm, I'm, I'm casting. Exodus 33, verse whatever verse she put up there. It says, Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider this nation is thy people. He says this, and he said, this God now, my presence shall go with thee. What does it say? Say it again. 
Watch this now. Watch what Moses says in the next verse. Moses says, And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not our pens. Go to verse 16. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? Moses is saying to God, How will they know? How will they know that we are your people? God's response to him is, my presence will go with you. Hold on. And I will give you rest. What's going to separate you from them is that while they stress it, you're going to be rested. God, I guess this is going to be natural, God, sometime. I want to show you how to enter presence. Your praise is the key to the presence. Every time during this process that my rest started to get disturbed, the Lord told me to tell you this. He said, some of y'all need to learn how to do this. I did this one day. I was, I was, my, 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 my peace was disturbed one day. Uh, got some information. Got, got a flood of opinions. Not information, opinions. I was getting trouble, you know. Any of information is opinions. I don't need to talk, but I want this done. Don't look at nobody. But can you just say this out loud? Keep your opinion to yourself. I did this. True, true story. I didn't even realize it. I did this. Father, I thank you. Glory to God. I bless your name. I bless you. Glory to God. I thank and, and, and as I was honestly... I got to, Sabrina, you get in your wish. I got to say this, because a lot of them say, he said, tell them, they don't know what they're missing. Because a lot of them just stand and take it. He says, then, so you don't realize that when you started clapping, and you started walking, and I'm, I literally did for y'all exactly what I did. I did, he God, I thank you. I bless your name. I walked off like this. Father, I give your name glory. I bless your name. And as I did that, a presence came. A presence. Your praise is the key to presence. And presence is the key to rest. Some of you, you too quiet, you too quiet on your praise. Your praise ain't got no sound to it. Some of y'all endure praise and worship. You don't engage in praise and worship. You sit here and wait for pastor to come so you can get this word, so you can live. Boo, when life hits you, you're going to need to know how to open up your mouth and to give God a praise in the midst of your struggle, in the midst of your suffering, in the midst of your trial. You're going to have to stop. God of praise. I want to put some, I know I don't usually go down this road, but I need to go here today. I need everything that have breath. I need some of y'all to get up on your feet and walk around a little bit. Clap your hands if you got to. Shake your head if you got to. Throw your head back if you got to. But I will bless the Lord at all. His praise shall Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King, and the King of glory 
shall come in. Yes, sir. He shall come in. Yes, he shall come in. Who is the King of Glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your head. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.